0: We have the biggest piece of news to drop, which is the future of the podcast. Yep. Yeah.
1: 50 episodes in, season one has come to an official close. This is going to be the last episode of 2023. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to be on hiatus. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Hello, and welcome to Big Girls Gone Wild. We're your hosts, Kat and Anne. We're creatives,
0: curvy girls, and your big sisters on the internet. On Big Girls Gone Wild, we talk about life, love, and living confidently. We hope you love this episode, so let's get wild.
1: Holy shit, you all. 50 episodes! Episode 50!
0: Wow, we made it. To the end of the year.
1: Yeah, this is going to be the final episode of season one, guys. Mm -hmm. This is the big one for the year. So this is going to be a big wrap up, a year in review, forward look to 2024. And
0: hopefully you guys will enjoy sort of finding out what we're going to be up to. I think 2024 is just going to be such a incredible year for both of us. Yeah, lots of changes that are on the horizon and just things that are going to be happening. But one of the things that I'm most proud of from this year is just the fact that we committed to doing this podcast. Yeah, it's been incredible. Every week for a whole year. That's pretty wild. And we've got some amazing conversations and we've gotten to meet new people because of it. And I think yeah. we both have been, it's been such a fun, creative outlet for us
1: as well. And a fun part of our friendship. Too. And
0: a really fun part of our friendship. I think it's made yeah. us so much closer to each other than we were prior to the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Well, let's do a little backward looking before we do the forward yeah. looking. Yeah. So what was your favorite episode to record In the past year. Do you have one that you can clearly identify as being a favorite? Okay, well, I don't
0: know what my favorite... Okay, I actually... I think I know both. Really? So I have two. One that's an interview and one that is the episode that we recorded together. Yeah. Okay, so my favorite episode that we recorded together was...
1: I feel like I know which one it is.
0: Yes. The chaos episode? No. No. Actually, the mukbang. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That was really fun. That was such a fun episode, chomping on all the snacks and going down memory lane and remembering all of the things that we used to eat and getting you to try Hot Pockets.
1: (laughs) That was was a real milestone for me. I'll have you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that was definitely, that was my favorite episode. Your, as like viewers or listeners, favorite episode. Was absolutely our chaos episodes. Yeah. You guys love when we just... Lose it. Lose it. <laughs> <laughs> and those are really fun to record, and I always have a blast because they just go all over the place for us. But we have to be in a very specific mindset to record those kinds of episodes. Yeah. Because it is way more free-flowing. There's no, like, plan at all. It just kind of, like goes with it. It just happens. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the magic of the chaos that makes the episode. And then what about the interview? So my favorite interview is with Jades. Yeah,
1: I knew that. Yeah. I knew that was gonna be your pick for yeah. sure. She was delightful.
0: She, I, I, I truthfully still go back and listen to her mantra that she told herself every morning that she mm-hmm. had written in her bathroom. Yeah. So empowering, so inspiring. She's also just a human that I absolutely love and adore. And I really felt like I resonated so much with what she had to say and just like her empowering herself and feeling like she could do anything. 100%. Yeah.
1: I would pick a different interview. I feel
0: like I know which interview you're going to pick. Okay, guess Ariel.
1: I love Daryl. Okay. However, I would actually say it was Dr. Repta. Really? So shout out to Dr. Repta. Life-changing in a way. And he's not my doctor, right? Yeah. So so he was great. He was just like very informational, straightforward, very educational in his approach, which was one of the reasons that you had invited him to speak with us. And he had pointed us towards a couple of things that he listens to, one of them being the Huberman Lab podcast, Mm -hmm. which now I have brought up in, I think, a couple episodes because I have been gleaning so much excellent information and implementing habit changes based off of those recommendations. And that has actually really helped my health, in both mental and physical, over the last couple of months. So that was actually pretty impactful for Aww. me.
0: Yeah. I love that. And actually, I did the same. After I heard him talk about, you know, the podcast that he was listening to, I followed up because he didn't actually remember the names. Yeah. And I was like, I want to know because I want to listen. And then I went down a deep rabbit hole myself of just becoming more informed. And I really, I love Dr. Epta. I love his team. I couldn't recommend a doctor more than than him and his team. They're just amazing. Yeah, And uh, I just think he's such a kind and great person, which you don't really, I feel like, especially in the world of plastic surgery that is not that feels very rare
1: <laughs> yeah he was a very remarkable person so we again thank you dr raptor for coming on if you happen to be listening but uh yeah we loved you
0: yeah oh he was great and then what was your favorite solo dolo episode Honestly, ah,
1: this is such a cop out, but I can't pick just every single chit chat that we did where we were actually catching up with each other and we were just recording it on air because it it they are real conversations, guys, that those are so unscripted. <laughs> I, can't, I can't emphasize this enough. <laughs> it's really just us hanging out, um, catching each other up as friends about what's been going on. And in a way, I think, you know, one of the reasons that it has deepened our friendship is like things come up that you wouldn't necessarily normally ask someone in the course of everyday conversation because you have the opportunity to just sit down and you're like, well, we have an hour to do this. Like, what do you want to – what's going on? What's good? What have you been watching on TV? I don't know. I like all the kind of simple stuff that comes out of that, right? Yeah. Like hearing about your nostalgic love for Gilmore Girls and now I'm like watching the whole thing from the beginning. You know, it's just that kind of little – those little things that create commonalities and bonds and just –
0: having a good time. Yeah, we are so fucking unscripted. I think one of the things that I, <laughs> I... In listening to other people's podcasts and even watching them on their, you know, YouTube recordings or video recordings, most of them have every podcast written out. They have like notes right things that they're going to cover i can count on one hand how many times we came to a podcast episode with notes very few <laughs> <laughs> all of them were related to tarot yes exactly. or astrology <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay okay here's another quick. least favorite episode that tarot episode for real oh, that was fucking bad <laughs> that was that was truly awful it did come true all of it came true for
0: you and for me
1: yes that, it, was... that was bad juju man yeah that was, that was not
0: good that was the worst pull ever yeah Oof. Yeah, well,
1: I feel like, and maybe this is a good segue, I feel like we're through that potentially. I like agree. that, that is an era in quarter three and four that has perhaps coming to God, please let it be coming to a close. Right. <laughs> you notice how we
0: haven't done any more tarot pulls in that episode? Uh, <laughs> no,
1: nope. The cards were banned. We had to uh, set those aside. <laughs> For some time, I'm a little bit afraid because you know, like normally I would do a little pull for 2024, and I'm like, J- I can't. You guys shade the hell out of me, and
0: I don't need this in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so I-, I am curious about what the what the cards would say for 2024 myself, but I also am like, eh, I don't know. A little if nervous. I really know. A little nervous, Nelly.
1: Yeah. Well, I will say, so I still read my horoscope through the Chani app. Yeah, and all of the stuff from this week has been changes in the air changes in the air so let's actually just talk about it 2024 what's coming up what do you got on your plate what's good
0: i am officially selling my house yeah <gasps> it's a big one. Oh, it's terrifying to me and i like go back and forth all the time with like do i want to sell it do i want to airbnb it do i want to list it what should i do And it was a really hard decision to come to. And it makes me very emotional even thinking about the fact that it's like a chapter that I'm going to close because it was such a huge and monumental goal for me to be able to buy a house as a single woman by myself without the support of any other financials from other people. It was all me. And uh, (laughs) all you and you renovated it, like a lot of it. And I think saying goodbye to that is it's very... It's emotional. emotional. Yeah. I'm already crying. I told her I was gonna cry <laughs> in this episode and I don't even think we're ten minutes in. No, that's okay though. Um but, but she- yeah, I'm so excited for what's next on the horizon. Yeah. Uh, I have decided that I'm going to move to Nashville, Mm -hmm. which I can't wait for. I actually just had a conversation with my realtor on the phone today talking about where I'm going to potentially live. And we have a meeting scheduled in the end of December because I'll be in Nashville for the holidays and for a few weeks in January. I'm going to be looking at some places and figuring out next steps and all of that so that I can get myself set up for success in Nashville as well. I've been going through the whole conversations with my realtors here and I'm super Excited about putting the house on the market potentially because it has gained a ton of value and equity, and I just feel really proud of myself of doing something that I really, really wanted to do for myself. Yeah, and I think that's why it feels hard to let it go. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's been well,
1: also like the stress of it too. Oh yeah,
0: it's been a love hate relationship. Right. (laughs) I mean, my fucking my. Your house has been a little bit of a toxic bitch. <laughs> my, ro- my roof fucking fell in this year. It's been under renovation for the last seven months, basically. Uh, that is Yeah, rough. it's it's definitely been a journey, to say the least. Yeah. I've learned a lot about it. I will never buy another house that has a flat roof. Yeah, don't do it. Point that. blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not no longer going to be in the card split for me. I probably also won't buy a house that's 100 years old and is made out of plaster, because that is also very complicated to animate, yeah. so... But it is very cute. So
1: obviously you guys can't see it, but it's got
0: like mission style vibes. Yeah. Very Um, Spanish style, arches in the floor to to ceiling windows. And it's a beautiful space. I love it. And I love how it's kind of come together. And I think that's part of what feels like, oh, it's just finally starting to look how I want it. Yeah. And then now I'm going to go and get rid of it. (laughs) Well, change is hard, man. Change is very hard. Even when
1: it's changed for the good, I think it's really hard uh,
0: to get there. So, yeah, well and I think I think Colorado and Colorado Springs holds a really special place in my heart because it is a place where I feel like I grew the most into my own. I finally became comfortable living alone. I learned how to start a business. I, you know, gained this whole social following, I changed careers. Yeah. I made incredible friendships even though they were very few. Mm-hmm. But I really I think the concept of being alone and learning how to be by yourself is really hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's a huge thing that I've learned about myself here. I've been in therapy the whole time that I was here and really worked on my mental health and mm-hmm. eating disorder recovery and so I think that, you know, when I think about this place in particular, it feels the most like me entering adulthood more than anywhere I've ever lived. Yeah. And yeah, it's like ugh and we've talked yeah. about this for with uh, before with the
1: sort of like astral, geogra- astro? astral uh-huh. geography, astro, yeah. right? Because isn't this, this area is supposed to be on a line that is like healing mm-hmm. and growth.
0: Yep. It's on my Chiron line, which yeah. is the wounded healer. And yeah. so you spend a lot of time kind of growing and dealing with trauma and like actually having to have that be a big center focus of your life. And it has been here. Yeah, And uh, it's been bittersweet, right? There's a lot that I have loved about living here. And then there's also a lot that I don't love about the fact that i don't have a super extensive community i have a very tight-knit strong community of people who i really trust and love and adore but it doesn't feel fulfilling enough and i also miss my family yeah Yeah. a lot and i think them moving to nashville and me just craving spending more and more time with them especially as they're getting older just it solidifies why that is the next place for me to go to
1: yeah and i am obviously very sad that you will be leaving that's hard but. I do think Nashville is the right move for you. Like, since you started talking about it, I feel, like, really in my heart that it is going to be such a good place for you and that you're going to bloom. Yeah. You know? And I think it's the right kind of city for you as Mm -hmm. well, right? It's just going to be such a good fit and you're going to have fun. And you're also not locking yourself into Nashville Mm -hmm. necessarily. So I think this is just – it's onwards and upwards for you, man. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I, on the other hand, am doubling down. <laughs> I am locking myself into place big time, Yeah. which is actually something I've really not done before ever. Um, so my husband and I, I mean, I've said this on the podcast before. We opened a business. I don't know that I've actually said what the business is.
0: I don't think you have.
1: I don't think I have. So it is a vacation rentals property management business. Yeah. And what that means is like, we're not going nowhere for some time, mm-hmm. right? Because we we own this area uh, business here in El Paso County. So the long-term goal, of course, is to be able to travel during certain times of the year and really have a lot of freedom as business owners, but obviously anybody who has run a business knows that the first handful of yours is uh, not like that. Mm-hmm. You got to build it up first and put in the elbow grease. So we're very much in that stage of things. So it's it's really interesting for me because I think in the past, moving has been a way to try to solve problems mm-hmm. that has been unproductive. Yeah. Forcing myself to stay in one place and try to create a community and be satisfied is is the right challenge you know yeah so that's that's what i'll be working on this year it's gonna be a big thing we've kind of we It's almost been a year since we started exploring the option of opening a business. It's been a process and we've gone through all the training and setup and we're official and we got our, uh, you know, we're legally incorporated at this point and have our sales tax license and all that good stuff. So now we are actually finally at the time of upload, we are taking clients and we are ready to manage all these beautiful properties and homes and help people have great vacations in Colorado, which is something I think we're both passionate about because we do love the area. And I think that people will enjoy coming here and exploring. Is there going to be an official launch party
0: or anything along those lines?
1: Not a launch party. We ha- we're we putting the website up a couple of weeks before this will get uploaded. Um, so that's available and I'll, I'll link it, you know, if you guys want to come on vacation to Colorado, check it out. But yeah, it's mostly just a big marketing push initially. And eventually we'll have some parties probably like to celebrate homeowners and let them meet each other. Mm. But uh at this time no, no no events.
0: No events on the horizon.
1: No, I gotta I gotta find some gorgeous properties to rent out first.
0: Mm, so exciting. I'm so excited yeah. for you in this next step because this I mean, hopefully eventually it means that you're going to be literally making a full-on career shift and transition into something completely different, very similarly to what I did. Uh-huh. And uh it's gonna your life is gonna look so different in like the next two years. Yeah, and I'm super
1: excited about that. I think I have switched careers before and it's a, it is so hard to be honest. Like it is truly, and you've done it, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a slog. You really have to put in a lot of work at both things at once for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, And that part's hard. But I think learning about something new, something just totally different that I'm not good at yet is actually really exciting. And I like the challenge um, and I'm looking forward to it. So that's that's going to be the fun part.
0: Yeah, I love the challenge of learning something new, and I think I feel more invigorated and excited in the beginning and the initial than I do once I get into the thick <laughs> of it. And sticking with something, I think, is what is, what like the longevity of of a career is is definitely something that I, you know want to be more focused on and obviously yeah. with doing what i do now and social media i want to continue to evolve in, in that and start developing that brand in a different direction not in a different direction from what it is but like expanding the yeah the breadth of it i guess is what i should say
1: do you want to say anything more about that just like things that you're hoping to do with your platform yeah. in the next year well in
0: 2024 for sure i would love to launch some type of clothing line
1: mm-hmm.
0: i am such a loungewear sweater hoodie sweatpants girly. And that's something that's actually really hard to find. Cool graphic sweaters and oversized clothes for big girls and plus size women in particular. A thousand percent. And I would love to like create that. There's a brand that I really love that's called Boys Lie. And mm-hmm. I love the whole aesthetic and the vibe, but they only go up to a size large. Right. And so I think having that kind of brand on the market for plus size women would be so fun to create. Yeah. So some type of merch or... A line of, in particular, is something that I'm really trying to manifest for 2024. And then the other big component, too, is I've been talking for years about building out a fitness platform. It is by far one of the most popular things that attract people to me, especially initially when I started and on YouTube and even on TikTok. That's how I got started. And I want to create an entire inclusive fitness program that's a workout series that people can can join and purchase and build a community there. So those are like the two big, big things that I really want to focus on getting started for the year.
1: Yeah, that'll be really exciting. I We've talked about the fitness program a lot and your interest in having some clothing merchandise brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we like you haven't actually talked about it on the pod because it's been in the works for a long time. Yeah. So these are things that I've I have long been excited about you doing, but I'm excited that they're sort of like floating to the
0: top for the next year. And I do think that they, I think one of the two, if not both, will actually come to fruition in 2024 because it just feels like things are finally starting to align in regard to where I am in social media. I think once you hit like a certain marker of growth and following, you have to build that piece in order to expand your brand, right? So I do feel like I'm finally... I'm just on the cusp of that. It feels very much so that it's at the bubble. And I think once I get to Nashville, because I do have such a strong network of people there that are in the industries that I need in order to help make these actual ideas achievable and a reality, I think that they'll happen. Mm, Exciting. Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, I am going to commit publicly to finishing at least one of my novels this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. I've said I was going to finish a novel for the past couple years, and it just has gotten buried under other things. And no regrets, because I think a lot of the fun creative projects that we have been working on have been absolutely worth the time. But it's time to finish that ish up. I have several ideas I've been working on here and there, but it's never really gotten my full attention. So Mm -hmm. that is something that I want to finish up by the end of the year this year.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. A book tour. I'll be your social media manager. Oh, that would be
1: so fun. Oh, <laughs> That'd be my gosh. so
0: fun. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. So that's something that I'm looking forward to. I actually have been writing a bit more recently and kind of getting those creative juices flowing. So
0: I love that. Yeah.
1: If you're interested, follow along. I might post here and there on Instagram about it. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be books in the science fiction and fantasy genres.
0: That's going to be amazing. I yeah. can't wait to read them.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, I'm so curious to see what kind of fantasy worlds you're creating. I got some good ones. Yeah? Yeah, I'm telling you. Mm. They're going to be good. Are they like, okay, I don't know. I don't know a ton about fantasy. Are they like Harry Potter fantasy? Are they like witchy fantasy? Are they more like alien, other universe type fantasy? What kind of fantasy are we talking about here?
1: The one that I'm working on currently, that I've been working on the most recently, is very much a fairy tale vibe. Okay. And it is more of a fairy elf creatures, a little bit of magic, but... So more like mm, J.R. Tolkien kind of vibes? Kind of. And I'm not going to give away too much more yet.
0: (laughs) We're putting her to it, y'all. Yeah, 2024. We want the J.R. Tolkien vibes. Yeah. And
1: okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity to say, because we always say this at the end, but I don't want to wait till the end. Leave us a comment, guys. So we're doing a little review today of 2023. We'd love to hear from you 50 episodes in. Um, I know it takes a second, but go into Spotify or iTunes or wherever. Just give us give us an idea, like tell us what your favorite episode was that would just like bring cheer to our holiday hearts. To we want to hear from
0: you guys, you know? Yeah, we would love to hear what your what you love about the podcast, what you would suggest for us, and and that sort of thing. And maybe we'll put some polls on on social media too. If you are following us on Instagram, I know, which you should be. We've got quite a few of you over there as well that are. You know, little loyal listeners. Uh, So, yeah, we would love that. We would love to know what you love. Yeah. What you want more from and all of that.
1: Yeah. Anything else that you've got on the decks for 2024?
0: I mean, moving and
1: expanding my current business... That's that's not enough. Just kidding. Obviously, no, uh, that's huge. Well,
0: I for sure I'm going to do a little travel. I don't think 2024 is going to be as heavily travel focused as this year was. Yeah, I don't think it will be for me either. Uh, but I will hopefully be going on one trip in March. Just depends on the timeline of things and whether this volcano erupts there or not, and that is to Iceland.
1: Yes. I'm yeah. excited for you to do that and I hope the volcano behaves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I do> too. <laughs> Send it a letter. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully that'll be one trip for sure that I'll take and then there'll be, you know, trips to New York, LA, those types of things that happen every year. Yeah. And uh and that sort of thing, but I think with any year where you're focused on moving, it's just so you're inundated with that, right? You're trying to downsize yeah. or upsize or mm. figure out where you're going to haul all of your shit and Totally. And all of that, so it's it's definitely going to be at the forefront for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are some self-care,
1: health, wellness things that you are planning to do in 2024? Because that's kind of a category that we touch on a lot.
0: So Mm -hmm. do you have
1: anything that you're really committed
0: to? Well, I was really hoping that 2024 was going to be my year of getting back into the gym and really hitting it hard. But uh, with my current physical situation with having a foot that's no longer properly functioning... I, um, I don't know that that's as realistic for me. So I think right. finding a, n- a different outlet is going to be helpful. Uh, there's this person on TikTok that I really like, and her name is The Workout Witch. I don't think nice. i don't talk to you about her. Oh, my God. Um, But she works a lot with working out movements for trauma and stress. Mm. It's not really focused on strength and, you know, that those sorts right. of things. Like, these are really, like, tapping into how to release trauma. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to focus on maybe doing that more since I can't actually put so much load-bearing weight on my right foot right now. But I can do all of the movements that she has because most of them are, like, they're very different and strange. Um they're not what you would expect. It's like you're laying on your back on the floor and then you're rocking your feet back and forth for like 15 minutes. Okay. It's very, it's very different. But it's to get into a part of your nervous system to help calm it down.
1: Okay, I love that. You're going to have to, we'll link it in the show notes yeah. and then I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. And it's funny you should bring that up because one of the things I have on my list for 2024 that we haven't discussed yet, it's another Huberman Lab thing. You guys, sorry, I'm, just, I'm not trying to turn this into like a Huberman Stan podcast. <laughs> but um his stuff is just so interesting and the one that i came across that i just happened to be listening to this past week was about journaling so this is the time of year where i always go nuts like i love a journal mm-hmm. i love stationary supplies give me a good pen same uh planners galore i, I usually have. have multiple planners i've got
0: thousands of notebooks that i've bought that i've never written a- i
1: i'm gonna write in a lot of them this year man i'm planning
0: okay tell me i'm about going
1: it. nuts But here's the thing. So what he was talking about in this particular episode, which again, I'll link in the show notes, it was about journaling, but it was a very specific type of journaling that was for trauma processing. So I'm not doing it now because it's the holidays and frankly, fuck that. I don't need to process my trauma right now. I'm busy. I have other things to do. I want to enjoy the Christmas season. But come like January, February, I actually want to try this out and just see how it feels it's basically a protocol of sitting down to write about traumatic memories for between 15 and 30 minutes in kind of just like a free flow of writing. Uh, and the you know the peer-reviewed scientific research on the effectiveness of this is really shocking. like it's very interesting to me how much some doing something like that could potentially positively impact not only mental health but physical health. Mm. And so uh, I'm very interested in what you're talking about with this sort of like somatic processing and potentially combining it with this journaling technique, which I think would be a really interesting way to kind of dive into the sort of personal growth spiritual side in 2024.
0: A lot of EMDR and brain spotting was that for me. Yeah. It was like very helpful with overcoming some significant trauma in my life. Mm -hmm. And the other... Uh, aspect that I have been assigned to too, was to write, write a letter to that person about that memory and then burn it. And I've done that several times this year as well. Mm-hmm. And that's been really helpful too. And, uh, I, I'm all for that. Like, I think that'll be be really good for you. Uh, the yeah. other thing that I would say, too, I mean, I'm such a big manifester, right? I love yeah. manifesting journals and all of these things. It isn't something that I feel like I have done as successfully in the past year as I have previously. And so I'd like to get back into that more yeah. manifestation mode and really fixating on the things that I know that I want to attract in my life. Because I don't think I've really been... Doing that as much as I had previously. Yeah. One of the ways that I know that I wanna do that for sure this year is I wanna make a manifestation tote for myself. Oh my God, do it. I saw this girl on TikTok. She's like, fuck a manifestation journal or vision board, make a tote and put everything on it and Whoa. carry it around with you everywhere you go. So you're always carrying that energy with you as you're reminding yourself. So this is something that I'm gonna do to, for Ooh. myself for the year of 2024 is like, do my normal manifestation board. But actually, have it printed onto a canvas tote.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that. That sounds like a cool idea. Yeah. I don't know if I, I think I would be a little bit private about it. I'd be like, don't look at my tote too hard.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, I think the, a lot of people use just images and like words right. that you wouldn't really know or, right. You'd you be know, like, you'd what really is have that? to get yeah. deep into it if you were trying to, you know,
1: trying to creep on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Anything else in that, in that realm? Um, little habits, little routines that you've been enjoying that you want to carry over into the new year? Well, I really like
0: my morning routine of making sure that I get up and I do eat my breakfast and let Murphy out and continue to meditate. Because when I actually do do that, it does feel like I'm setting myself up for a better day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat a high protein breakfast basically every
1: day. Yeah. It is working so well for me. I can't believe it. I really wish that (laughs) I had started doing it sooner. And this is in no way related to weight loss, right? Like this yeah. is not like a weight loss strategy. It's actually just for energy, mood and mental health, honestly, because I I know, I know drinking all that coffee first thing in the morning on an empty stomach was not good for anxiety. I am well aware uh, and I have finally shifted away from it in a way that feels pretty sustainable because it's about having the high protein, some fat breakfast, not too much sugar, and then waiting on the coffee. And I'm telling you, ooh. It's been so good.
0: What are some of the high-protein breakfasts that you're making for yourself? Like, what's your go-to?
1: Honestly, smoothies. It's pretty boring, but it's just so easy to do in the morning. I dump in a scoop of chocolate protein powder, a little bit of cream, almond milk, ice, and then, you know, peanut butter or a couple of strawberries or whatever. So that's kind of the Lazy Girl's Guide. But I've also been doing cottage cheese, high-protein cottage cheese with an egg and some hot sauce because I love hot sauce and things like high-protein yogurt with maybe a little bit of protein powder mixed into it Mm. and some low-sugar granola on top and maybe some berries and stuff like that. I want to come up with more ideas because it does get a little bit repetitive, but I just can, I can tell the change in my energy like so much more clearly than I have ever felt with any other shifts I've made in terms of like how I'm eating.
0: That's so interesting.
1: Yeah. That's 2024, guys. Yeah. All right. Do you want to say a hero item or thing or service or something you loved from 2023? Something that you were like... Really enjoying, cherishing that you would recommend to our lovely listeners.
0: hundred percent the Channy app. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I I ended up deciding that that was how I was going to do my meditation. So let's just use the Channy app. And because it's already something that I use and go into every day, I love that it's a two for one in terms of me being able to look at my astrology information. And Channy has such a relaxing voice. She does. She has a great voice. And I really like the meditations that she leads, and they're always around like ten to twelve minutes. You know, sometimes 15, which is the perfect amount of time for me. And so I would say it is probably one of my most used apps, aside from Instagram and TikTok, Mm -hmm. on my phone. (laughs) And I really, I just love it. So that would be probably my number one thing of of 2023. Nice. How love that.
1: I'm trying to think, and I don't feel like I have a single item. I think it's the 35 books I read, just like reading. Mm. <laughs> I read some good stuff this year. I didn't read as much as I wanted to. I had a goal of a book a week, so 50 52 books for the year, which I am not going to have met, but I read all of Becky Chambers' books at the very beginning of the year, and I still go back and think about those, and I, I'll probably do a reread at some point because those just filled me with so much hope and optimism and just such a like good feeling about where the future of humanity could go. Hmm. And that's, I think it's rare, right? Like that's not something that's necessarily easy to find. And uh, I just
0: really loved those books. What's the promise of it?
1: So she has a couple different series. One is sort of many years into the future when humanity has actually migrated off of planet earth. Hmm. Um, And she's sort of imagining a multi-species loose sort of uh, Star Trek Federation-y, but not run by humans Mm -hmm. uh, kind of a universe. Okay. So it's, she really explores some very beautiful, deep nuanced issues about like different people who are different interacting and trying to understand each other and come to common ground and she just imagines basically better ways of people being people oh. and i just it, it was really beautiful
0: i love that yeah oh
1: that's amazing yeah that was a good part of 2023 do you have a favorite
0: memory from 2023 apart from the podcast that you want to share Oh, Oh, one hundred percent going to Thailand and Asia. yeah, probably one of the most life-changing things I've done for myself in a really long time,
1: yeah.
0: And it shifted my perspective on so many elements of how I think about life and what I prioritize and what I want my life to look like and those types of things. And it was very healing for me in more ways than I can even recount. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, it was definitely like an eat, pray love journey a hundred percent. and i I really am so grateful. That I got to do that.
1: Yeah. You had been thinking about doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. It's really awesome that you got to do it. Yeah. I think for me in 2023, I don't... I So I loved my my travel that I did. However, uh, I was also quite ill, unfortunately, during that particular trip. Great memories, but a little bit mixed. I would say for me, the highlight was probably... I actually think it was doing the business trainings, weirdly, Mm -hmm. which sounds like a very... I don't know, dorky thing to say is like I went to some corporate trainings, <laughs> they were really interesting, but you know it's just it's just the idea of uh, being your own boss, being an entrepreneur is very exciting and honestly, just uh, starting to network and meet other people who want to do that. And it's been such a positive group of people just like, so willing to help each other out really going out of their way to help you be successful. That again, is sort of something that's just really made me feel optimistic about people in general, which is again, like, not always the easiest feeling to find. So that's been a really enjoyable part of the year.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I love to hear that. Yeah. I'm just so excited for you and Josh and getting this new venture off the ground. I knew, Yeah. Wild. Well, on that note, we have the biggest piece of news to drop, which is the future of the podcast. Yep. Yeah.
1: 50 episodes in, season one has come to an official close. This is going to be the last episode of 2023.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then we are going to be on hiatus. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Producing fifty episodes in a year was a lot of work, and we have loved doing it. It's been so fun and such a good creative outlet, and we love knowing that you guys are out there. We don't know all of you, right? Like, uh, we can see where you're listening from, so we can see a global map and be like, "Wow, I, I didn't even know that." anyone knew us there and we realized that we don't know you, but we're so glad that you dropped in and you decided
0: to listen. So thank you for doing that. Yes. Thank you so much for being committed to listening to us and listening to our stories and allowing us to be ourselves. And we hope that we've been a safe space and a fun space for you to feel like you can tune into people who might resonate with you. Well, we are going to be
1: on indefinite hiatus. I do want to point that out. So we're not exactly sure when or if if we're going to be back for a season two. If you got strong feelings, tell us. Leave (laughs) us a comment. We'd love to hear it. We obviously have a lot of big plans for the coming year, and we really want to go for it. So, you know, we have to prioritize our time, as we've talked about on the pod before, and part of that means... Taking a break from mm-hmm. the pod recording, well, so. even if it's
0: something that you really love and you love to do, I think that's definitely important for you to to think about the things that are a priority to you in your life. And even if it's something that you want to say you don't want to quit, but yeah. you know that you need to take a break, and um, I think that's probably the the hardest challenge for us is to yeah, is to figure out when is the time to say goodbye.
1: And on that note, we hope you have a beautiful twenty twenty four a wonderful year. We're sending you all the most positive vibes and
0: stay wild, y'all.
1: Stay wild. Bye, guys. Subscribe to Big Girls Gone
0: Wild wherever you get your podcasts like iTunes or Spotify. We'd love it if you leave us a comment or a question and don't forget to rate the pod. Thanks for listening. Stay Stay wild, wild, y'all.